0: Do statins commonly cause muscle pain? Find out about this and more in today's PV Roundup podcast. I'm your host, Senior VP, Medical Director, Dr. Tim Wright, coming to you once again from the Pioneer Valley in Western Massachusetts. Here are today's stories. In our first story, we learned that the vast majority of muscle pain reported by patients taking statin therapy is not actually due to the statin. A meta-analysis of 19 placebo-controlled studies published in The Lancet and presented at the 2022 European College of Cardiology Congress found that over a median follow-up of 4.3 years, 27.1% of patients allocated statin therapy reported muscle pain or weakness compared with 26.6% of those allocated placebo. During the first year of taking statin therapy, statins produced 7% relative increase in muscle pain or weakness, indicating that only one in 15 of these reports by participants allocated to statin therapy were actually due to the statin. After one year, there was no significant excess in the first reports of muscle pain or weakness. For all years combined, more intensive statin regimes yielded a higher ratio than less intensive or moderate intensity regimes compared with placebo and a 5% excess was present for the most intense regimes after one year. There was no clear evidence that the rate ratio differed from different statins or in different clinical circumstances. The researchers concluded that most patients taking statins who reported mild muscle symptoms should continue with their treatment until other potential causes have been explored. In our next story, we learned that levels of plasma SARS-CoV-2 antigen may be an important biomarker in patients with COVID-19. This according to a study published in the Annals of Internal Medicine. Researchers found that among 2,540 patients, the mean plasma antigen level at baseline was 3.1-fold higher among those who required non-invasive ventilation or high-flow nasal cannula compared with room air plasma antigen levels that were 6.42-fold higher in those who lacked anti-spike antibodies and 1.73-fold higher in those with the Delta variant. Other factors associated with higher baseline antigen level included male sex, shorter time since hospital admission, decreased days of remdesivir treatment, and renal impairment. Further assessment showed that plasma antigen levels of greater than or equal to 1000 nanograms per liter was associated with higher odds of worsening pulmonary status at day five with an odds ratio of 5.06 and longer time to hospital discharge, median seven days versus four days. And finally, we learned that differences in body composition may explain the association between low serum urate and higher mortality. An analysis of data of 13,979 patients published in Arthritis and Rheumatology found that serum urate concentrations of less than 2.5 mg per deciliter in women and less than 3.5 mg per deciliter in men were associated with low lean mass, underweight body mass index, and higher rates of weight loss. Low serum urate was associated with increased mortality before adjusting for body composition, with a hazard ratio of 1.61. But after adjustment for body composition and weight loss, the association was not significant with a hazard ratio of 1.3. And that's today's Medical Roundup. Thank you for joining us for this episode of PV Roundup Podcast. For more stories like these, visit us at pvroundup.com to subscribe to our weekly newsletters. Thoughts, comments, or suggestions? Please leave us a review on your preferred listening platform or email us at editorial at pvroundup.com. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcast, TuneIn or Google. You can also download our Amazon Alexa flash briefing, medical news roundup and just ask, what's my flash briefing? Thanks today to our staff editor, Gabrielle Mostello for selecting and editing our stories and to Sean Mullen for production assistance. Join me next time for the episode where we'll cover the latest stories in the world of medicine.